0: Anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven. Thanks for listening today. This is the hour of intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter twenty, beginning at verse one. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, Nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Verses 1 through 17, Exodus chapter 20. Then looking in the New Testament, the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Verses 1 through 4, Ephesians 6. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful gift of your word. Thank you for the wisdom, the power, the grace, the strength, the anointing that rests upon your word. And thank you for the blessing that we receive as we simply spend time reading and meditating on your word, memorizing your word, speaking your word, and expounding on the wisdom and the grace in your word. Father, with every passing day, more and more help us to fall more in love with you and with your word and help us to be diligent as believers and as parents to disciple our children, to help them to come to know you and to help them to grow up up in you and to become warriors for your kingdom. We thank you and we praise you for this privilege and opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we join the Apostle Paul in saying now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Father, we exalt your name today. We lift high your holy name. We thank you for the mercies that we wake up to every morning. We're thankful, Father, to look in the past and see how you have been such a faithful God to us. Thank you for loving us like you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, in the second se- second, and third segment, we're going to be privileged to have two guests, the mom and the daughter of individual, and one individual that did participate in our Ten Commandments speech contest. And in a few moments, we'll be introducing uh, Brandy Hill, who's... Idaly's Mom and Ida Lee Hill, and so we're looking forward to that. As we begin this segment, I want to share with you once again a resource that we're hoping that you'll email us to get. My email again, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. A tool, though, for you in the discipleship of your children. The article is entitled, Redeeming the Time with Our Children. So please email us to get a copy so that you can have it as a a discipleship resource for you in your personal discipleship uh, library for your home. Again, the title of the article, Redeeming the Time with Our Children. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Again, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. A portion of that passage. Then Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Then Isaiah chapter 54, verse 13, All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Again, Isaiah fifty-four thirteen. Then Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. For they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. And then Psalm 127, verse 3. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Again, Psalm 127, verse 3. Then Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Let the little children come. Christ said in Matthew 19, verse 14, Our Lord Jesus took time with children and blessed them in his earthly ministry. We are wise to be sure and do the same. Our children, once they arrive on the scene, immediately begin to grow, and they grow fast. They're born into this world, and oh, how time flies. A few days after they're born, you blink your eyes, and they're graduating from high school. Again, how time flies. We as parents have our children for a few days and then they grow up and they're gone from home. So we are wise as parents and as ministers that work with children to make the most of our time with them. In other words, we must redeem in the time, we must use the time we have with them very wisely. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom, Psalm 90, verse 12. Yes, we need to redeem the time with our children, yet a critical question is, how do we do that? What are things we can do to redeem the time with our children while they're growing up in our homes? Well, the following are a few discipleship projects or goals to pursue in the midst of discipling our children. They're tasks that can encourage spiritual growth and maturity in our children's faith. In other words, these are things we can do with our children to help us redeem the time with them. Have each of your children read three chapters from the Bible aloud to you every single day. If you're a grandparent, you could have your grandchildren to read three chapters aloud to you daily by phone if you need to if you need to do it that way. Coming up with a way to reward them so that they'll they will be further motivated to read can often be a very wise approach. Then pray daily with your children. Pray the Lord's prayer with them daily. Pray the Ten Commandments with them daily. and pray Psalm 90 with, nine, excuse me, pray Psalm 91 with them daily. Reward them to memorize each of these prayers and allow them to lead them often. Pray the prayer of Jabez and the prayer of Isaiah with them daily as well. Assign them mission tasks daily. Some possible mission tasks could include calling granddad or grandma or an elderly person in the church or in the community and reading a chapter from the Bible for them. Call them and pray for them. Go to the store and give out gospel tracts. Give your child a cash incentive to read a book about a missionary Pray daily with your children for ministries and missionaries. Have each of the children memorize the Ten Commandments and recite them out loud to you. Discuss the meaning of one of the Ten Commandments and talk with them about how a Christian is to live them out in their lives. Have Bible quizzes with your children. Figure out a way to give them prizes for correct answers. Give your children incentives to memorize passages of Scripture and recite them to you out loud reward them for reading the whole book of Jonah out loud to you or the book of Ruth or the book of Mark Philippians etc these are just a few ideas you probably could quickly come up with many more and a much longer list of ideas a key goal for us as parents grandparents christian leaders who work with youth etc is to make planting the word of god into the hearts and minds of our children a high priority. The Word of God does so much for all of us and our children. The Word of God saves us, it guides us, it it molds us, it shapes us, and we could go on and on. The Word of God is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word of God. So when your child is reading the Word of God, he or she is spending time with Jesus. And remember, the Word of God, Jesus, heals all the ills of life. Let's be wise stewards of our time with our children. Let's do all we can and should to introduce them to Christ and guide them to live their whole lives for Him. There's no better life that our children could possibly live than to live a life closely and faithfully following the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's redeem the time. Again, the title of that article is Redeeming the Time with Our Children. And again, if you'd like to get a copy, and I would encourage you to email us to get a copy and just keep it as a resource with with the ideas that are um, contained in it. Again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Hope that you will do that. Father, thank you, Lord, for the fact that you've given each of us 24 hours in a day every day. Thank you for the fact that as believers we're called to be disciples and we're called to make disciples as well and help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that You've called us to begin to do that important task with ourselves, and then we begin with our in our own homes with our own families as well, our spouses and our children. Lord, help us to grow an understanding of the fact that this is not just a nice thing to do, that you've commanded us to go into all the world and make disciples. And as we start with ourselves and in our own homes, how important it is that we take the task seriously. Help us to recognize, Lord, that, All of the challenges in the world are a result of people not knowing your word or living your word. Help us to know, Lord, that your word, you, the Lord Jesus, you are the answer to all of our problems, all of our challenges. And as we make it the priority to come to know you and to come to follow you, it makes all the difference in the world. Help us, Lord, to be about your business of doing the work of making disciples every single day. We thank you and we praise you for that. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, um, we're grateful to have as our phone guests today, uh, Brandy Hill and Idalee Hill. And we'll just have a a moment or so to introduce them. And then we're going to get a chance to hear Idalee's speech on the other side of the break, though. But first, let me say, Brandy and Idalee, how are you all today?
1: We're good. Very good.
0: All right. Great to have you all on. And, of course, you now remi- remind me, Idly, how old did you say you are?
1: I was eight years old.
0: You're eight years old. All right. Well, we're grateful to have you. And, of course, we're glad that you did decide to be in our Ten Commandments speech contest. You did a great job on your speech that we're going to hear in a few minutes, so we're really grateful to have you all with us today. And, Brandy, as Idalee's mom, we're grateful to have you on as well because the reality is, if parents don't cooperate and help the children, they just can't get plugged into a, pro- a project like this, so we're grateful for parents like yourself as well. So, thank you all so much for being with us today, and we look forward to talking back to you on the other side of the break. Father, we thank you for Brandy today. Thank you for Ida Lee. Thank you for the privilege of being able to hear her speech and thank you for all the other individuals, all the other young people that participated in the contest as well. Father, Do a perfect work in the heart of every listener in such a way that each one will grow in their understanding of the importance of discipleship. The importance of being a disciple and the importance of making a disciple. And Lord, help us all to grow in our understanding of the the joy of being involved in the wonderful work of making disciples. And help us to, to grow in our understanding of the great joy that's found in helping our children come to know Jesus and then teaching them. How to walk with Jesus every day, teaching them how to pray, teaching them how to read your word, teaching them how to follow your word. We thank you and praise you for this opportunity. Bless and anoint Brandy and Idalee in a special way today. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back. From Planet Shakers, with only way—a reminder that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We're honored and privileged to have uh, the two guests we introduced on the other side of the break: Brandy Hill, who is the mom, and Ida Lee Hill, who's the daughter. And see the gang, they're all excited that Idalee is here, and we're going to hear her speech in just a few moments, though. So, uh, again, Brandy, thank you for taking the time, and Idalee, we appreciate you coming on as well. Idalee, you said, now again, you said you're eight years old, correct? Yes. All righty. And in a few minutes after the speech, we're going to get a chance to talk back to you and... Uh, You're going to read scripture for us as well. So we're going to take time now to listen to your speech idly, and we'll come back and talk to you in just a few moments.
2: Hello, my name is Idly, and I am eight. I like dancing and coloring and learning about the history of the Bible. The Ten Commandments came from God, given to Moses on that sideline. The ca- the commandments are things that tell you what to do and how to behave. They are ba- very important because God made them for us to follow. I will be talking about honoring your mother and father today. This is the Fifth Commandment, and it says, Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged unto the land which the Lord your God gives you. Three reasons why it's good to follow this commandment are that it will make God and everyone happy. It will give you God's protection and a longer life. Your parents need and deserve their respect. One important reason to honor your parents is because it will make God happy. It makes God happy when we do what He says for us to do. He is the one who made us, so we should do anything to make Him happy. God also gives us everything we need, like food to eat and my daddy's job. Honoring your parents will also make your mom and dad happy. Our parents do a lot of for us, like make sure we eat and have clothes to wear. They also try to make sure we have toys and do fun things like crafts. Our parents spend special time with us, like reading books. Most parents try to give us what they didn't have when they were little. They do these things because they love us and want what's best for us, like God does. We can show our love for them and God by honoring them. When you honor your parents, you feel good about yourself because you are doing what you are told. You also feel good because you know you're you're doing what God wants you to. God says in the Bible to honor your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged on the land which the Lord God gives you. God will protect us and give us longer life when we do what he says, We read a chapter of Proverbs every morning at home. I know several places in Proverbs where God tells us we should keep his commandments. Proverbs 2, eight says, God is guarding the path of justice, and he watches over the way of his godly ones. And Proverbs 9.16 says, who he, who, he who keeps the commandment and keeps his soul but he who is careless of conduct will die in proverbs god makes it known that we are expected to follow the commandments and that we will get blessings and protection if we do but if we don't bad things could happen parents deserve the respect that we give them when we obey them our parents have more knowledge than we do because they were born before us. They have experience from all the things they have already learned and can teach us. Everything from talk, from talking to reading to math. Listening to them can help you when you grow up and help when you have your own kids to teach. If we listen to our parents, it can help us out of trouble. Thank you for listening. I hope you like my speech and it's, and I hope it inspired you to f- obeying your parents and God.
0: Alright Idolee. That certainly was a very inspiring speech. Beautiful speech. Great job. Great job. Now Idlee, are you sure you're eight years old? Yes, sir. You sure sound like a mighty wise little lady to be eight years old. A beautiful speech, and it really sounds like you put a lot of time and energy into it. And so, uh, again, the whole gang—they all really liked your speech too. So, hope that encourages as well. So, so thank you again for sharing that beautiful speech, and we do appreciate that. I, I often will tell people that I'm the coordinator for the Ten Commandments Project, but. I'm not a judge, because if I was a judge, I'd probably give everybody first place, and that doesn't work for contests, you know. But you did a great, great job, so thank you so much. Now, do you have any brothers and sisters, idly? Yes,
1: sir, I do. Okay. I have seven siblings.
0: Okay, Ari, are you the oldest, the youngest, or are you somewhere in the middle?
1: I'm in the middle.
0: You're in the middle.
1: You're
0: okay. in the middle. Okay, so you must have lots of fun with your siblings, don't you?
1: Yes, sir, I do.
0: Okay. Okay, what are some things that you like to do?
1: I like to read. I like to practice Spanish. I like to play the ukulele and I like to play outside.
0: Hmm, that sounds like a good set of things, enjoyable things to do. All righty. Now, what do you have a favorite song?
1: Yes, sir, I do. It's Kings and Queens.
0: Okay. Okay, then. I guess I'm not familiar with that, but again, I'm glad to know that you have a favorite song. Why is that your favorite song?
1: Because it's about helping little children.
0: Mm, That's good. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. Now, where do you go to church?
1: I go to church at Pleasant Hill Baptist Church.
0: All right. And I bet you have a great pastor, too, don't you?
1: Yes, sir, I do.
0: All right. now who is Joe. I'm sorry, say that again?
1: His name is Mr. Joe.
0: All right. Well, he sounds like a great pastor just from his name, so thanks for sharing that. All right. Now, who is your favorite person in the Old Testament? Can you tell me who that is?
1: Esther.
0: Esther? Okay. Why is Esther your favorite character in the Old Testament? Because
1: she stood up for herself for her people. And she she was scared, but she did it anyway.
0: Mm. So she's a great role model, and you're exactly that's a wise it's wise to have a role model like Esther. So thank you for sharing that too. All right. Well, tell you what, you were going to read some scripture for us. Uh, what what's the first one? What's the first passage you're going to read for us?
1: Psalms one
0: hundred. Okay, go right ahead.
1: Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with jubilation. Come before him with rejoicing. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courtyards with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his faithfulness is all To all generations.
0: All right, Idley, you're an excellent reader. Thank you for reading that. And you know, one of the reasons why I really like to have children like yourself to come on and read is because when you read the Word of God, it blesses everybody. And so many people will be blessed because you took the time to read. So you're going to read one more Psalm for us, right?
1: Yes, sir. I am.
0: Okay, go right
1: ahead. Psalms 121. I will raise my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Behold, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not beat you down day by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you all from evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going and your coming in for this time and forever.
0: All right. All right. Thank you, Idly. again. You're an excellent reader. Thank you so much for taking the time to read for us there. Now, um, I want to, you're going to pray for us in just a few moments, but before we do, I want to ask you at least a couple more questions what, why did you decide to participate in the Ten Commandments Speech Contest?
1: Um, because I knew I would read, sit down and read the mm-hmm. speech, and I like writing stories, so I entered the contest.
0: Mm. All right. Well, again, you know, again, every participant, Uh, really is a winner in the truest sense of the word. So, again, you did a beautiful job with your speech, and a lot of people are going to be blessed when they hear your speech. So, again, we really appreciate and are glad that you did choose to participate in the speech contest. Why would you say the Ten Commandments are important for people to know? Because God
1: made them, and he wants us to be happy and safe.
0: Mm. Excellent answer. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your insight. Uh, Idly, you were going to uh, say a word of prayer for us now at this time, right? Yes, sir. Okay, please go ahead.
1: Thank you, God, for always taking care of us. Thank you, God, for giving us the Ten Commandments so we know how to behave. Help all the other kids who did this in their daily life, and watch over the people that run the program. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Idly, thank you again so much for participating in the Ten Commandments speech contest, and thank you. We're grateful to you and your mom for coming on and sharing, and you're a wise young lady, so thank you so much, and you keep serving Jesus now. And I think I understood correctly that You shared your speech at your church during Sunday morning service and Wednesday night Bible study. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, you're a courageous little lady. And again, I know that you blessed a lot of people when you took the time to do that. So thank you again for courageously serving Jesus that way. Okay?
1: Thank you. Yes, sir.
0: All right. All right. So, Brandy, uh, I want to talk to you a few minutes now. Okay?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, now again, really appreciate you and idly coming on again you you all are obviously a blessing in lots of ways, and I know obviously it takes some doing for parents to kind of help their children get involved and uh we really appreciate the fact that you do that but before we get started, i'm gonna ask, would you take a moment specifically to pray for parents because you know on the one hand this uh this pro- the Ten Commandments project. It's a fun project, it's a learning project, but also it's a very serious project as well because we live in a world where our children in so many ways are dying for lack of truth and light in their lives. Would you pray for parents at this time?
3: Lord God, I pray that you just can give your blessings to these parents that are having to try to raise these children in the times that we live in. Lord, give them your strength, give them The ability to just love on these children, to give them your word, to know that your word will not come back void, Lord. And that it is the most important thing that they can do for their children is to teach your word to them, Lord. Just always remind them of that. Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. And Father too, thank you for every parent listening and thank you for many parents that will may listen to the podcast at a later time. Thank you for your hand of grace upon them and thank you for the opportunity. You give us as parents to disciple our children, to help them to do our part, to help them come to know Christ, and then to help them to grow up in Christ as well. Father, anoint every one of us as parents with a fresh anointing that would stir us to be very passionate about the work of discipling our children. Help us to recognize, Lord, more and more that the Word of God is what our children need more than anything else in life, and help us to be passionate and faithful and committed to filling their hearts and their minds with your word. And Lord, what a privilege it is for us to be able to do our part to help them to come to know Christ and to grow up in Christ as well. Stir us to recognize and to make this the priority, the high priority. It is for every one of us as parents. And Lord, use this broadcast and subsequent broadcasts as well to stir parents more and more to a life of diligent obedience and doing the work of discipling our children, teaching them how to pray teaching them to read and meditate on your word, teaching them to live your word, and teaching them to seek to live a life that pleases and honors you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen, amen. Well, Brandy, we're coming up on a break and we'll pick up on the other side. Again, our phone guests today are Brandy and Idley Hill. Mom and daughter, we'll be right back. Covenant Church with I Will Lift Up my Eyes. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guests today are Brandy and Idalee Hill. Idalee was one of the contestants in our Ten Commandments Project speech contest, and she did a beautiful job. Brandy is her mom. And so, Brandy, just want to ask you right uh, off at this point, uh, did it surprise you that Idalee decided that she wanted to participate in the speech contest at all?
3: She didn't surprise me that she wanted to do the competition. What surprised me was was when she actually started writing out her speech and the ideas and what what she had was just seemed so beautifully put together.
0: Mm. You know, I very much agree that, uh, again, she shows a lot of wisdom for an 8-year-old little girl about understanding the truth of the Ten Commandments. And, you know, I, I would say this, one of the reasons why, uh, and I... D- this project continues to excite me as I had the privilege of coordinating it, because you see clearly how the Spirit of God deals with children in some wonderful ways as they do their speeches, as they share them. But I would very much agree, she demonstrates a lot of wisdom and insight as she put her speech together, so uh, very much in agreement there. Well, can you tell me, what did you observe in Uh How do you think you saw her maybe grow through the process of doing, uh, doing this?
1: when
3: she was learning about the different commandments and you know just kind of learning them more in depth i could see stuff you know kind of clicking in her head with you know why we shouldn't do some of the stuff and how it's not necessarily rules but how it's really just god trying to protect us and provide for us and to just kind of see her realize that was was a blessing for me
0: mm-hmm. Uh, that's again appreciate you sharing that and you know um something that's uh just interesting of course she she makes several excellent points in her speech but one in particular that, that caught my uh, ear was she said when you obey your parents you feel good about yourself and of course when you obey god as well that's a tremendous point and it's a good point to make you do feel better about yourself in life when you follow your parents and you follow the lord and you feel bad about yourself when you disobey your parents and, and the Lord as well. So, again, a lot of wisdom behind that. So, But are there any other points in her speech that maybe especially stood out to you that you found encouraging to know that she understood that truth?
3: When she was talking about how we, we have the rules to keep her safe because we love her just like God does, so she knows, you know, that us nor God wants anything, you know, bad for her. We just want the, her to be good and safe. And whenever she had said, you know, that the parents need and deserve that respect, that showed that she realized, you know, probably more than what I thought she did. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you know, again, uh, again, beautiful point. Um, I think a very important truth that is so critical— for us as believers to understand is that and just like an Idley touches on this i think more than once in her speech uh we should obey our parents of course because we want to honor the lord but also one of the clear promises that follows this command is that it may be well with you and you you may live long on the earth in other words some of the beautiful and very productive consequences of obeying our parents can be living a for things going well with you in your life and living a long life as well. In other words, God's looking out for us. He's looking out for what's in our best interest. So, And the, the reality is this. When a child grows up and doesn't learn to respect their parents and respect the authority of their parents, they can easily grow up to not be able to really respect authority anywhere. And when a child doesn't know how to respect authority, they're going to have trouble the rest of their life. So it's huge for a child to grasp the importance of respecting and following authority. So, again, a powerful speech in so, so many ways then. So now, again, Idly is one. And so you have six more children beside Idly. is that correct? No, I have
3: seven more.
0: Seven more. Seven more. Okay, so full house, (laughs) praise the Lord. So uh, now, obviously, you're a busy mom then with a house of eight children then. So can you tell me, like— From your perspective as a Christian mom, why would you say having your children read the Word of God is an important goal? Why do you think that's critical for any Christian parent?
3: Well, I think that that's the main thing we're supposed to do as parents, is to make sure that we are discipling our children. And... We can't do that just by telling them things all the time. They have to be able to go find this information themselves, not just, oh, Mom says it. No, God says it. It's in the Bible, and I can go see that myself.
0: Mm. Okay. So
3: that's why I put a focus on that.
0: Okay. Well, again, uh, a wise parent, you're a very wise parent for doing that. And something that on a pretty regular basis we really try to emphasize through the broadcast is, the wisdom behind parents setting a goal of, we like to say, a goal of having each child read at least three chapters in the Word every day. One of the realities in our culture is that it's sad how often it's true that children who've grown up in the church will grow up, finish high school, and go off to a secular school and come home either atheist or be children who have sort of turned their back on their faith. And one of the reasons for that is when a child does not have a foundation of God's Word in his or her heart, it's much easier for them to be pulled away from the faith that they know. And so Mm -hmm. parents that are wise enough to plant the Word of God, to anchor their children in the Word of God when they're young, it makes all the difference in the world. So thank you again for sharing that important bit of wisdom. Um, Would you share from your perspective, Brandy, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges facing Christian parents in our culture today?
3: Well, today's culture wants you to think that you really shouldn't be that involved in raising your children. You should let other people do it that are more um, educated or more, you know, they've got the credentials to do it. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not what God wants. God gave you your children. You are the perfect person to teach them. I, I homeschool my children. I'm a very strong believer in that. I know everyone's not able to. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, you can make sure that every aspect of their education is being centered around Christ. Because the schools are just trying to teach them to, you know, accept everything and everything's okay when things are not okay. Because God says they're not. And um i would just let them know that they are capable of teaching their children and that that's really what god wants them to do is to be the head of their education
0: so true so very true and and of course now and uh i want my hats off to you praise the lord for moms like you uh home educating one child is a task but home ed- educating even eight of course obviously is a much bigger task as well but Praise the Lord for parents like yourself that are courageous enough to really take that on because it does make a huge difference when you can guide and direct your children in an education that's based on the Word of God. You know, many years ago in our nation's history, once upon a time, the chief textbook in public schools once was once upon a time the Word of God. How long ago that was, though, and sadly now— uh, Satan is certainly trying to keep his, keep the Word of God out of the minds and the lives of children as much as he possibly can. So praise God for you, for parents like yourself. Uh, Brandy, would you take time now specifically, just from your heart, pray for the church and believers as a whole to grow in the understanding of the importance of really seeing that, it's our responsibility to disciple, just like you said, it's our responsibility to disciple our children. Uh, not Now, the church will help, but it is the responsibility of individual Christian parents to do, to do that, and we must take that seriously. Would you pray for the church as a whole and parents to grow in their understanding of that critical truth?
3: Dear Lord God, I pray that you can just Remind these parents, Lord, that these children are theirs. That is their primary responsibility is to teach them about you, Lord. They need to be involved in church. Church family is so important, but, Lord, that it has to start at home. And, and I pray that the churches can emphasize that, too, that while they are good supplements to the home, that it still has to happen at home. And the parents have to put the time into these children, Lord. Lord, I pray that you will just give them the courage and give them the wisdom to see that that they can do this and that even if they don't know what they're doing, Lord, if they just try, you you will help them and you will give them what they need to say, Lord, because these children are our future. And I pray, Lord, that you just always remind parents, of the blessings that they are, but also of the responsibility that we have in our children, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Brandy. Uh, our time is just about gone here. One one last question. Uh, what Would you give a word of encouragement, or what word of encouragement would you want to share with parents to encourage them to either get involved with either the Ten Commandments Project or something like that, but getting involved with projects that are real serious projects that help our kids begin to grow and get get to, to begin to put down roots more deeply in the word of god what encouragement would you like to share with listeners today about that
3: it's amazing to see your children grow when they're doing these kind of projects and really diving deep into the word of god it also gives you the opportunity to have these conversations with these children where you can connect on Connect with them on levels that you might not have before. And it also seems to me like it benefits me when we're going to do this with the children. You know, I get stuff out of it too. Mm. So it's not just the children that are receiving blessings.
0: Amen. You too. All right. Well, Brandon, Idalee, thank you all so much. And again, I'm really grateful that. Uh, the pastor did give you the opportunity, believe, to share her speech. That She got to share her speech both in in uh, Bible study and during morning service. Apparently, you have a very wise and God-honoring pastor, so we appreciate that so much. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Today is a wonderful day, a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step and invite Christ into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, Would you simply, from your heart, pray this prayer with us now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins and all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Word of God, you told us whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to live your word every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we want to ask you to please get in touch with us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. I uh, would like to share with you some literature that will help you begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. Hope that you get in touch again, joseph at AFR.net. Brandy and Idly, thank you all so much for being with us and sharing from your heart. We appreciate you being with us, okay?
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. All right, and you all did a beautiful job. And keep up the great work shining for Jesus. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. And let me just mention, too, if you'd like to get a copy of the article we read, Redeeming the Time with Our Children, same email, joseph at AFR.net.